Social Zoom Factor, episode 33. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. There Zoomers, welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. I hope that everybody is doing amazing this week. And we are going today to talk about a topic that we get a ton of questions on all the time. And it is in regard to Facebook. And so many people are struggling with what the heck is going on with Facebook. And every time we turn around, there seems to be just massive changes happening. And whether it even just be a small change, people seem to almost blow it out of proportion. And as soon as there's a big Facebook announcement, we can all count on our Facebook timelines, our Twitter timelines, our LinkedIn timelines, blog posts, all of our RSS feeds just being jam-packed with either people trying to teach you what the new feature is, which is a good thing, people complaining about it, people saying why they're leaving Facebook now because of this new change. And most of the time, those same people don't really ever leave Facebook now, do they? Maybe we should all quit worrying so much about Facebook, all right? I'm not telling you to leave Facebook by any means, so don't go off, start tweeting rumors that Pam said don't worry about Facebook. However, I want to open your mind to a different perspective of how you can approach your relationship and the frustrations that you feel almost on a daily basis with Facebook. So let's put this into a scenario. You have a Facebook business page. You may have had this page for months or even years. Or for you, it may be brand new and it may be a shiny new object that you are just now starting to play with it. And you may be really excited. It's like that pet rock. You're still rubbing it saying, please, I hope you bring me some goodness in my business and my life. Many of us have big hopes and dreams when it comes to social media and even Facebook business pages. Many dream of a blue and white platform that is going to solve all of their business problems. They dream of ROI and maybe even being the most popular kid on the block. You know the one. The one who has all the likes, all the comments, and the highest possible algorithm, Facebook algorithm, where all their content gets seen. However, for most business leaders, it isn't long after you set up the Facebook business page that you realize it's not the magic crystal ball that you thought it would be. You realize it's going to take real work. You got that right. So let's roll up our sleeves and let's crack this Facebook nut once and for all. Regardless of when you started your Facebook business page, we all have the same challenges. So I don't care if you're just starting today or if you started your page five years ago. We all need more likes, more comments. We wish people would come back after they click the like. And I always say it's what happens after the like that actually matters the most. Because what is it? 98% of people that ever like a Facebook page never go back to that actual page again. 
So we all want people to talk to us. Many struggle with how to achieve their business objectives, or they may not even have ever set their business objectives at all. They don't know how to measure. They don't know how to analyze. They don't know how to improve. And how about just knowing that people simply know your page exists? Many business leaders struggle with that. So chances are, if you're not seeing the results with Facebook that you wish you were, you're probably doing what everybody else is doing. You're focusing internally and within your Facebook page. You post, you repost, you create more pretty images, you try to post different stuff, different photos, you post links at different times a day, you post funny jokes, funnier jokes, you're trying word puzzles, you may have even tried asking your fans if they prefer Diet Coke or Coke. Please don't do that. However, no matter what you do, you are not seeing results. You post what you think are relevant status updates. Does that sound familiar? Maybe you're asking questions. You provide useful content from other sources. You ask or may have fallen to begging for likes. I know it happens to some of you. Unfortunately, your methods are not working and you know it. Your boss knows it. Your CEO knows it. Your C-suite knows it. The people that work on your team for you know it. And guess what? Your customers know it. So what is a good and smart marketer to do? It's easy for us to overanalyze our content, to dig deep into the Facebook insights, and it's easy for some people to beg for likes. They'll go out on every single platform there is known to the social man and woman Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and beg for likes on Facebook. It's easy to blame it on your fans. They'll say, oh, well, my fans are just boring and my fans don't like to talk. Hmm. Maybe you are the one that is boring. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe you are the one that is not providing anything of value. Or maybe you have never connected and inspired them in the first place. It's time that you try something different right here, right now, wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether you are in your car, in your kitchen doing dishes, whether you're at the gym, I want you to say, I am ready for change, Pam. Say it. I am ready for change, Pam. I'm ready to have an open mind and to try something different. And I want you to commit. You're going to stop begging for likes. You're going to stop begging for people to circle you. You're going to stop begging for people to tweet you and retweet you and follow you. That is desperate behavior that is hurting your brand more than helping it. And it's time that we get serious at driving some real results. So have you ever thought that if you want to get some ink, Proved results on Facebook that maybe you need to get off of Facebook. What a concept. So maybe your answers might be outside of Facebook versus within your Facebook fan page. If you are not seeing the desired results that you want, I'm going to challenge you today to spend a few days outside of Facebook. Can you do it? And I'm not saying you completely get off of Facebook, but I want you to spend the rest of this week off of Facebook. I want you to focus on some other platforms and do some of the things that we are going to talk about today that's going to, in the end, be able to help you be more successful on Facebook as well. Are you ready? Let's go. So just in case at this point you think I'm completely crazy and have lost my mind, 
I want to give you a few reasons why I'm asking you to get off of Facebook, okay? And then we're going to talk about what you're going to do with your time off of Facebook. Number one is there is life outside of Facebook. There is a whole other world of awesome people who do not eat, sleep, and breathe Facebook all day, 24 hours a day, 365 days of the year. These same people might come visit your Facebook page if you inspired them to do such. But the problem is you're only hanging out on Facebook, so you're not meeting them. They're living on other platforms like Twitter and LinkedIn and reading blogs. So if you're putting all your eggs into the Facebook basket, no wonder it's running dry. No wonder nobody's coming to check you out. Number two is your fans that you have now may not even be the right fans. It could be people that liked your page two years ago when you were begging for likes as you launched your business. Are they mostly folks who did the courtesy likes, such as family, good friends, and neighbors? Or maybe they were some people that you acquired as likes through some terrible Facebook ads. Sorry, folks. If they are family and friends who did it as a courtesy like to like your page, they are not who you should be focusing on to engage with you on your page. Because remember that number I talked about at the beginning of this podcast? About 98% of people are never going to go back to your page anyway. Your content needs to be good so that it's going to be able to be seen in the news feeds. Number three is Facebook is only one piece of a real online marketing strategy. And you should not be putting all of your efforts into a platform that you do not own. You need to have an integrated online social platform that supports your business goals. It is very risky for you to put everything into Facebook. So you need to have a home base that you own. You need to have content that keeps people coming back. You need to have a way that you are inspiring and connecting with your audiences because the only guarantee that you have is change. And it is relationships that is going to help you survive the technology evolution. And when people move from Facebook to whatever the next big thing is, you need to have that platform that they come home to, to learn about the change and to learn about where you're going next and to always keep that pulse and connection to you and your brand. So if you put all of your social eggs in the Facebook basket, just know you are doing so with a lot of risk. Number four is if you are only focusing on Facebook insights data, then your data is very skewed because it's only a small set of your target audience. And you need to make sure you are looking at other platforms to better research and understand your audience behavior. Number five is you need to know your fans and your target market outside of Facebook. You need to get to know them because since nobody is talking to you on your current page, I don't think it's happening there. You're not learning about them. You're just continuing to pound and pound content that's never even making it into their face or their newsfeed. You know, and the definition of social insanity is continuing to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. That's what's happening if you're only hanging out on Facebook and you're not doing anything to better learn about your 
audience, your community, and how you can better serve them. So now the first thing you're going to want to do is do a little Facebook checkup. But we're going to do this starting outside of Facebook. So I want you to take an inventory of all of your online social network profiles and assets that you have created. Make a list of them. Document the login and the password information. Even if you have to reset everything because you haven't been there in so long, you don't remember what those passwords are, okay? So I want you to take an inventory of every other social network that you are on. This is really important. Second thing I want you to do is to take an inventory of the data that is available to you on all those other platforms. So if you have a blog, I want you to be digging into the Google Analytics. If you have LinkedIn, we're going to look at some data there too. So check the help section of each of these platforms or do a Google search for each of these platforms and analytics because there are plenty of blogs and people who can help you with analyzing the insights and the data that is available on each of those platforms. Next, I want you to get into the data big time. I want you to become a data junkie. And being a data junkie isn't a bad thing. Go look at my Twitter profile. There's a reason why it says 50% marketing, 50% geek. And there's a reason why I've had the success that I've had online. There's a reason why I have 200,000 people that follow me on Twitter. There's a reason why I've built a business leveraging these social networks to achieve my goals and objectives. It's not by chance. It's because I am a data junkie. So I want you to dig deep into the data and the insights of each of the platforms. And that's why I asked you first to make sure you did an inventory of all of the social network profiles that you have and the data that's available to you. So you want to see who is connecting to you on LinkedIn. What search terms is your profile coming up in in a search on LinkedIn, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Google? What videos are people watching on your YouTube channel? Are men or women watching them primarily? Who's watching them longer? How does the demographics on one platform compare to the others? That is a really interesting data point to look at. For example, are more men or more women engaging with you on one platform or the other? Are more men or more women sharing your content, liking your content, whatever the statistic may be that you're looking at? And how do the demographics compare across platforms? And if data is not your thing, then make sure that you hire somebody that is a data junkie, bring them in for a short contract position, or even what's easier is to just outsource that to an agency like us. We have our agency marketing nuts. We help our clients with this a lot. And a lot of our clients, this is how we start with them. We'll do an audit of all of their social media and just tell them what's going on, what's working, what's not, who is their audience, how is their audience and in being inspired and connected by them, what content is working, that type of thing. So if you don't know where to start with looking at this data, it truly may be easier for you just to outsource it to somebody that can do it for you because you need to get to where you're driving results and connecting with your audience as soon as you can. You don't want to be in this audit phase for very long because we want to get to some real results, right? So next, I want you to also take a look at your Google Analytics. Google Analytics can be a gold mine for understanding your audience, understanding how your content is performing. So if you have a blog, the insights data can be the master social holy grail. So look at referring sites, what sites are referring 
to your page. And that means where is your traffic coming from? What is your top content? What are your bounce rates? And bounce rates are basically how quickly are people just bouncing right out of your platform. So if you have a blog site or a website that is not mobile friendly, chances are that people are just bouncing out of your site right when they leave there because the majority of social networking is happening on a mobile device, okay, particularly with Facebook. And so if you are trying to use Facebook and you are sending people to your blog, to your website, and it is not mobile friendly, that's just a waste of space. It's a waste of time because you are not inspiring those mobile users. You are doing the absolute opposite. So this is why you need to get off of Facebook and look at some of this data because you may be your own worst enemy because you do not have an integrated social platform. So you need to be looking at things like what is the content that people like? What pages are they hanging out on the longest on your blog or your website? What are the top exit pages, the pages that people are leaving your site for? And are you providing anything of value to your audience that keeps them sticky on your blog? What content are they sharing? What social networks are referring traffic to your page? You know, and take a look at the social analytics there as well as where are they sharing your content to? And how is that content performing once it's getting shared on those other social networks? So as you compile the data, make sure that you summarize it and then you are starting to analyze the entire situation. And after you analyze and research the data, you should start to see some pretty good trends. So look for the hot and the cold spots. What are people liking? What are they ignoring? Does anyone know that you exist? Are you seeing that some of your profiles, your social network profiles are just dead? They're like a deserted island. Chances are you're going to see some strong trends across the different platforms that will provide many answers to your problems, even on Facebook. Then what you want to do is compare these results to the insights within Facebook. Is it similar? Is it different? And then try to understand why is it different? Next thing I want you to do is to do a serious reality check based on this data and just also based on your gut feeling and how you are seeing people engage with you. Are you providing anything of value to them? And I want you to ask yourself this question because if you have to think about the answer to that more than two seconds, the chances are you're not providing value. And this is the most important question for you to answer honestly because the data is going to speak very loudly to you if you have the guts to listen. If you provide valuable content that inspires and connects with your audience, then the chances are good that people will want to come join you, connect with you, talk to you, and like you possibly even on Facebook. So if you're doing that on other platforms, if you're inspiring people on a blog, for example, if your blog is filled with good content, it is the Zoom fuel for helping you achieve your business goals and seeing success online 
including Facebook, because people will then go to Facebook because they were inspired by you out on your blog or by tweets that you are putting out there on Twitter. And there's not a day that goes by that I don't get just a ton of tweets and private messages of people just telling me, thank you, Pam, so much for the content that you provide. They send me emails doing such. They send me notes on LinkedIn and they thank me for my podcast and all of the content that we're putting out there. So you should know, you should have a really good gut feeling and the data should support it if you are providing value to your audience. Number seven thing I want you to do is to get outside in the real world. So I want you off of Facebook and I want you off of social media. Don't sit all day talking to nobody on Facebook or Twitter. If nobody's talking to you, you need to get out of the house. Get out of the walls of your corporate environment, your virtual and your home office. Go to some industry events. Go to some networking events. Go talk to real people in real life. Ask them questions. Listen to them. The more you listen, the more you will learn how you can connect with people. Chances are you might be inspired for a few new blog posts, some content, a way to put your brand architecture together, and the list goes on. So you've made it through that phase. And basically, this first section that we talked about is getting you off of Facebook for a little while, getting you into your data deep and starting to analyze that situation. And you're taking at least a few hours, hopefully a day or two, off of Facebook, off of social media, and just giving yourself kind of a refresh, you know, it's kind of like breathe in, breathe out, you're taking a break from it, because right now you're wanting to just beat your head on the wall, aren't you? So you take a break, you come back, and you're feeling a little bit better. You have a clear mind, you know what the data looks like, and you've assessed the situation on if you are providing relevant value to your audience. Because remember, our goal is not just to do social or be social. Our goal is to be socially relevant. Relevant is your key word. And everything we do, remember, we're asking the word why. So you've went through this phase. And now I want you to get focused on your business. Okay, and we're going to talk through some steps that you need to take. I have six of these. First one is I want you to reassess your objectives based on everything you just learned and knowing that social media is not a band-aid for a broken business. And if you want real results with Facebook and with social media in general, you need to understand it is not going to happen overnight and results are not magically going to appear by throwing up a Facebook wall or even after you get back from this hiatus you've taken from Facebook. So you must know what you want to achieve in your business and why. Number two is you need to align social media and your Facebook efforts where it can have an impact on business objectives. And not every business objective can be solved or even improved with social media or Facebook. So you need to select goals and objectives where you think social media can help drive more engagement, where it can increase brand awareness, improve customer service, and provide insights into community or clients, partners, prospects, that type of thing. Select goals where it can have a direct impact on that goal. 
Next, you want to make sure that you are focusing on business before tools because social media is really nothing more than a communication medium for you to better develop relationships, improve communication, increase brand awareness, customer service with your core stakeholders and audiences. So focus more on the art of social than the science. If you go straight to the tools, then you're going to wind up wondering what to do with them. Know first what you want to achieve so that you can implement them in the right way to drive real results. Number four, let's think about this. We want to plan our work and work our plan, right? As my granny would say, plan your work and work your plan. Develop a plan that integrates with your business. Start with your audience objectives and the why you are doing social media in the first place. Rewrite that plan if you need to. And don't forget the metrics. Set realistic, time-bound goals. Be clear on how you are going to measure results. Know the difference between community and social metric goals versus business results and measurements. This will help you in communicating with both your internal and external stakeholders and executives. And number six is don't be afraid to ask for help. So if nothing I've talked about today makes sense, then you may need to ask for some help. Even if you don't have the budget right now to hire the right skill set via a direct hire, a consultant, or agency, you need to look at the opportunity and direct cost of not doing such? What is the cost of wasting another year doing what you're doing versus gaining the right knowledge to do it right? Because if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got, right? So after you have taken your hiatus from Facebook, you've assessed what's going on with Facebook and your other social platforms, you are now focused on your business and you've created this plan of what you're going to do. I want you to make sure that you are thinking about an integrated platform and I want you to no longer just think about going straight back to Facebook and doing everything you just did over the past year or two years, however long you've been on Facebook and have not been achieving results. My goal is that as you go through this process, that you are open to leveraging other platforms. If you have not looked at Twitter, I encourage you to look at Twitter. Take a look at LinkedIn. See if your audience is there. And remember, your goal is to figure out where is your target audience hanging out online and how can you go have the most relevant conversation with them that you possibly can. You need to think outside of Facebook if you want Facebook to work. Facebook is not going to work as a standalone platform and that's the only thing you're doing. And you would be surprised how many particularly small and even medium businesses are just really focusing on Facebook. And they may have maybe one or two other social networks that they also are leveraging, but they're really putting all their eggs, their social eggs into one Facebook basket. So if that's you, you need to just get off of there and figure out how you can build an integrated platform where these social networks can work together for you. You need to make sure that you are driving a consistent user experience, a consistent brand experience, that your content and the tone of your message and that the sentiment of your message is the same across the platforms. Of course, you need to vary that some based on 
what that different social network is because people communicate differently on Twitter than they do on Facebook. They communicate different on LinkedIn. They engage differently, different times a day. The sentiment, the tone is different. So I'm not saying you need to be the exact same on every network, but you need to be authentic on every social network. You need to be consistent because it takes between four and seven brand touches before somebody is going to ever remember your brand. So you want to be delivering a consistent experience and you want to make sure that it is unique, it is compelling, and that you are inspiring your audiences to connect with you with the goal of helping them achieve their goals. It's inspire, connect, achieve. And you want to be doing that on every single platform and with every single brand touch that you have an opportunity. Because if you are not designing that best user experience, whether they're on a mobile device, whether they are on a desktop, wherever they may be coming into that platform from whatever location online, you need to make sure that that is a consistent and a nicely flowing user experience. So it's about so much more than just Facebook. And I hope that today, if nothing else, I've inspired you to get outside of Facebook and to maybe think about your Facebook problems in a different way. Your problem is not just Facebook. It's not just the Facebook algorithm. It's not your fans' fault. It's not the people's fault who are in your community. You are leading them. They are looking to you to inspire them, to empower them, to help them be more, to help them do more with their life. And so you need to set that stage. You need to set that tone of that conversation. You need to make sure that they are engaging with you across the social ecosystem, not just on Facebook. So if you got problems with Facebook, it's time that you get off of Facebook. And I will make sure to put some of my favorite resources that I think will help you with your Facebook marketing strategy and knowing your audience and building your plan. I will include links to some of those free white papers on the show notes blog post for this particular podcast. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know your time is valuable and I hope that you learned some things that will hopefully take you out of your Facebook box and help you zoom your results in both business and life. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. Visit socialzoomfactor.com slash zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you next time on Social Zoom Factor.